0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: just shortly. But what I am really, really excited about is we have Jenny Craig today from The Grateful Ring and Live Your Power. She's the CEO of Live Your Power and this amazing project called The Grateful Ring, which is a collaborative project as well as a great gratitude project. And she works with youth, which you know is our favorite thing. But without further ado, we're going to bring on Mr. J. Logan. Hello Jay, how are you? Hey, everything
2: is going great out here in uh sunny San Francisco area, Oakland and Berkeley and all the other neighboring cities. I'm doing great out here with everybody.
1: Well, you know Jay, we're finally getting the w- weather that, you know, we've been looking to get. It as you know, it's been uh, it's been a big deal New York and New Jersey and, you know, the surrounding uh, tri-state area to have that weather. But we're finally catching up with you. Can you tell us what's going on over at Savoy and what's life like over there? Oh, well, everything is going great. We're doing a lot of outreach programs throughout the world.
2: had one in um, the Philippines and working on one in Japan. And so we are trying to educate and Teach the kids, you know, how to um, have great skills and and resolutions for as conflicts with each other, and teaching them to communicate. So everything is going good with Savoy, and uh, we're just we're getting a lot of more kids involved as we speak.
1: That is amazing, and you know, Jay, um, we're really looking forward to speaking to our guest today. You know, Um, she does a lot with youth, and um, we're really ready to rock. So, um you know, over here with listen, give, and you know just so let our audience know, um we're both a part of uh the Listen Give and Savoy banner and and supporting you know our organizations to do well. so listen give is about to launch shortly, and one of our students has been accepted, one of our student ambassadors. Has been accepted for to Florida State University, and Jay, it looks like Janique will also may possibly not yet have an opportunity at NYU. We don't know. Uh, we're doing a, uh, you know, as you know, Jay, we're all doing a uh, appeal for her on behalf of Listen, Given, Savoy. So she's doing quite well, but she may abroad first. So we're pretty excited about that, Jay. And wow, uh, isn't that just great? I mean, our own Janique is going to do really well. So we're really excited yeah. that listen j and supporting and, and Janique uh, Brown will be doing really well from Florida and an international baccalaureate student. So that's really exciting. And, um, you know, we're headed off to the next thing that we're going to go to is some of our news right away. You know, Jay, I, I had to ask you about this. You know, you and, the last time you and I spoke early in April – we were sharing with our audience about you know the music, uh, the music of Tidal, you know the Tidal, the Tidal, um music subscription service. And since then, I'm sure you know we've posted it on our Facebook and all that. That Spotify is now worth more than the music in- industry itself. I found that very interesting. What is your thoughts on that? That is so interesting, and that, that's also based on even the future.
2: Um, what happened is a lot of the record companies, they bought into Spotify. And so a lot of them have some judgments uh, from the major record companies. So Spotify is Spotify by itself, but it's also built un- underneath Warner Brothers and Universal and all these other companies that bought into this billion-dollar idea. And they're not going to be fooled again like they were fooled again. They were fooled in the early days. Napster and all these other things came out. They didn't jump on it. This time they're smart enough. So this is what this is what propels Spotify. It's not just um, the the potential of Spotify, but it's that the giants and the other companies that they are bigger of all have investment in Spotify. So Spotify will uh, have a boost. Um, it's amazing, you know. Basically, what's gonna happen. So and yeah, there's no other. Spotify probably will control the bigger shares of the market because. Everything is gonna be built into that. So could you imagine an industry that's now part of the internet industry also with you know, commerce and sales and, and streaming, they're now they get it. So we'll see what happens. It's very interesting. This is the interesting that's an interesting story about Spotify and how it's worth more than the
1: music business
2: itself now. And well you know what it's
1: What's also about, interesting about that is with the record labels, now that we know that they own, you know, there was always an owner's interest. Now that's something where I'm surprised they're just coming out with that because I always knew that and, and many people in the industry always knew that the record labels had an interest in Spotify. That was actually out um, much earlier on that a lot of people are not aware of that. But I think that one of the reasons why it's coming out even more now, Jay, is because of the fact that, you know, the subscription service is now starting. I think it, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it was kind of to send a message to Jay-Z and the the artist-run Tidal, which tidal is not, you know, they restructured their service where they hi- they fired their CEO a couple of weeks ago and 25 staff members and rehired the original one who knew more about the music business. So it's going to be interesting. You know, Jay-Z never does something without some surprises along the way. So I'm interested to see what his surprises will be. Uh, he's going to
2: have some. He's always um,
1: <laughs> been very... very um
2: ahead of his time. So
1: yeah, we will see what happens there. Um we we definitely will. My I, only concern is is it going to take you know, the, Ty Del is great, but with only some you know, some artist material or other things available, Jay only on Ty Dow, you know, how are we going to I don't know, how is it going to be replicated, you know, if it you know, some of those artists still have their there's streaming information only available over there. And a lot of artists are still concerned, well, those are the mega artists. How is it to help the small artists? And it's still something, quite frankly, I'm not seeing yet.
2: Right. We um we will see, you know, I mean he's doing his own thing. He's gonna do these private concerts. He's gonna draw people to Tadel and um It's going to be, you know, you got to think. These things are being placed here now, but they will have more impact in the future because as we start losing record players and old CD players and other means of playing media, everything becomes um, put on one device. One device can only play music. One device can only do social media. We're all headed toward one supreme device. Everybody will have... um, and the only way you will be able to listen to music for our kids in 25, 2025 and beyond will be these devices. And Talal and Spotify, all these things will be streaming things on, on these devices. And they're trying to recapture where you have to pay because um, things like, believe, believe it or not, your CD
1: player will become a relic, which is already a relic. But now it'll be like, wow, mom, you got a CD player? Well, I will tell you what's interesting, Jay. I was talking to one of our board advisors this week over at Billboard, and vinyl is coming back heavily and also physical uh, product. The the kids want physical product again. So that's a conversation for us to come back uh, later on in the show. But, Jay, without further ado, we have our guest, Mrs. Jenny Craig of Live Your Power and The Grateful Ring. And you know I'm interested in finding out more about The Grateful Ring concept because she's dealing with kids. And you know that's right up our alley. So, without further ado, Jay, we're going to bring her on. How's that with you? I'm, I'm This wonderful. Let's do it. Okay.
3: Hello. I am fantastic and grateful to be here. Thank you so much for having me today.
2: It's wonderful that you're here. We really appreciate you. And I am so glad that you are grateful because I am grateful too. I'm so grateful you're here. I want to hear what you have to say.
3: <laughs> Fantastic.
2: So I believe Gail has stepped off for a second. I'm waiting for her to come back to the conversation. Hopefully, she will get back on soon. Um, so um, I'm Jay, and welcome to the Listen Give Network Block Show. We were i um, just excited to have you here today, and I am just I just want to know a little bit about the Grateful Ring, but I wanted to wait for Gail to jump back on the line because she has some great questions. Well, um, oh,
3: absolutely.
2: So could you tell us a little bit about yourself, just so not everything, before Gail gets back on? Oh,
3: sure. On. Sure. So my background is neurology and psychology, and I started out my career uh, being a clinical therapist for kids at risk so I was a probation officer for gang members I worked in homes where there was so much drama and trauma occurring that we actually went into the homes, into the schools to help the kids because making it to an appointment was just not going to be feasible which led me to uh, do child and family private practice and eventually I ended up doing adventure training for corporations so I uh, started bridging the gap of training adults, training professional athletes, training um, on the other side of the coin that people were looking to get to their next level of success. And, you know, the deal of it doesn't matter if I'm dealing with a a middle school kid that is on probation for selling drugs in a gang to um, an Olympic athlete that I helped, that there's a criminality in all of our brains that is just science that we studied that my passion became explaining to people uh, how your body works in the process of change and how you can overcome it and uh, learn, teaching simple, easy steps to be able to manage Hello, that. all.
1: I'm so sorry we seem to have had technical difficulties, but I am back. No today. worries. <laughs> We're having a great time. I'm glad you're back. Thank you so much. So
3: um so please go right ahead, uh Jenny. Oh, I was just he um Jay had just asked me to share a little bit of my background. So I was sharing um you know, my journey of how I got here and um in that process of all the different things I've um experienced, I, I've had the pleasure of training um psychologists and psychiatrists all across the nation wow. after my first book. Um I've I've written three books, been part of two bestsellers. I'm blessed that I've just got to help teach a course on emotional intelligence at Columbia University. I'm blessed that I've um, had the opportunity to recently speak at the United Nations uh, and on on stages all over the world. So I've um, been blessed to share these practical techniques of where we all get stuck in our self-sabotage and our fears and keeps people to move through them to get through that next level of success, whatever that might be for them.
1: Wow. You know, one of the questions that Jenny and I have for you, you know, uh-huh. in, in looking at, it, you know, the grateful ring, okay? Um, I'm sorry, There's
3: a lot of
0: tracking...
3: um, noise in the background there. There we go. was <laughs> having trouble hearing you? Okay.
1: What, one of the things I'm looking at finding out, you know, Jay and I do a lot of work with youth. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. We we came across your the Grateful Ring concept, and we would love uh-huh. if you would explain with our audience what the Grateful Ring concept is and how it applies, or how you apply it to use actually.
3: Absolutely. So the Grateful Ring is twofold. One, it's an actual ring that you put on your finger, and it's a stainless steel product that spins. So actually, you can play with a ring. So I don't know if you've ever seen one like that, but um, it's actually something that you can um, utilize every day to help keep you in the present moment. And the idea behind it is if you take 10 minutes in the morning, we know in neurology, whatever you're thinking and feeling when you first wake up is what something called your reticular activating system one of the primal parts of your brain will look for reasons to make you right. Now, I can speak for me, but I'm imagining that you've had days where you woke up cranky, you weren't sure why, and your brain started making up reasons to make you right. Because your brain will find whatever you tell it to look for. So an example being maybe you saw a car that you've never seen before and said, oh, my gosh, I really love this car. And before you know it, now you see it everywhere. You never saw it before, but now your brain, uh, people are talking about it. Next, that's the commercial that's on TV. It's in the magazine you look at. All of a sudden, you see it everywhere because you're asking for your brain to see it. That's oftentimes why someone might tell you to create a vision board because your brain sees and thinks in pictures, and it is searching for reasons to make you right. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of a concept called anchoring or psychological triggers, but we all know that certain certain things in our life can trigger us immediately. Like the smell of a pine needle will make me think of Christmas. That cinnamon reminds me of my grandmother's kitchen. That certain times of year remind me of powerful things that have happened in my life. That we all have little things that trigger us that make us feel connected back to another time. Well, we know in, in therapy that if you train your brain to focus on something good, it'll find it for you, just like if you allow your brain to do whatever it wants, it'll also find reasons to, to find negative. So since we have a billion information bits a second coming at us, uh, I prefer to take control of my brain and focus on what I want. And that's, um, I'm leading up to how that helps the kids. So the other part, uh, so in the morning, you get up, you spin the ring for 10 minutes because now you're teaching your brain that every time I spin the ring, I'm looking for gratitude. And we know that gratitude actually strengthens your body. And I go in and show the kids how one thought can actually make your body stronger or weaker. We know that gratitude is actually one of the most powerful chemicals to deal with depression, to deal with anxiety. I always say to the kids, it's kind of like, If you were going to a party, gratitude and depression won't hang out together. So the more that you invite gratitude to the party, the less depressed or anxious you will feel. So 10 minutes at night, because whatever you're thinking and feeling before you fall asleep, we know that in science, for the next four hours of your dream time, you'll be working through that in your subconscious. So 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, And truly talking, uh, feeling and thinking, and I often tell the kids to write about gratitude because oftentimes we just need a journal and a good friend to access more parts of our brain. Because most of us, when we're upset by something, close off. And if you open up and start speaking, you'll use a certain part of your brain. If you're sharing it with someone else, you'll use another part of your brain. If you write it down, another part of your brain, if you read it back, Another part of your brain. If you listen to somebody you respect advice, another part of your brain. So oftentimes we just need someone we can be vulnerable and open with and then write it down and we find our answers within ourselves. So I go into schools and teach kids a more in depth conversation of what I just taught you, but that's the overview. And I challenge them to take 30 days, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, and spin a ring. And tell me how it's affected their life. That's step one. Step two is they take that ring then and give it to somebody else in our community. Tell that person what why they're grateful for them eye to eye, heart to heart, and say, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna check in with you for the next thirty days and teach you about how the power of gratitude has shifted my perception and changed my life. And step three the kids become entrepreneurial, they do a fundraiser, they raise money, and then they sponsor another classroom or another school in the world to learn the same techniques. So that way people learn. It only takes – you're very powerful. It only takes a little bit within you, with practice, to change your life, to change your community, and change the world. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, with – we're really blown away, and, you know, I now understand why Constance um, Peak and Janet Salazar of Impact 21, there's a hello out there to them. Have you, I believe you are one of their um, representatives. Am I correct?
3: I am so blessed and grateful to be on um one of their global ambassadors, because they're out there making a huge change and really opening up conversation about how it is we can be connected in the world. And, you know, um, I have one of the Council of Governments, I've worked with them, and their are executive director, because um, it's not just for kids, adults. The shift that happens when we open our hearts, they had a meeting this morning where they were spinning their own grateful rings that they've utilized for more than a month now, I think, and how everybody connected in tears and gratitude and openness, that they can truly be their authentic self in a place of work. And my passion, and and Constance and Janet know that about me, comes from my true deep-felt space of wanting to teach kids before they close off how you can stay open when things when the world comes at you in a negative way.
1: I, I'm, I'm telling you, and Jay knows I'm about to get really excited here. You know, um, as we as we support um, Impact 21, and, and Jay and I have had them as guests here, we would like to step into supporting the Grateful Ring and become partners with you.
3: Oh, I'd um, be ever so grateful. <laughs> yes, you know,
1: partnership, because we support very much the work that um, Impact 21 does and their leadership, and we're just letting everyone mm-hmm. know Go out and see Constance uh, J. Peak and Janet Salazar of Impact 21. Um, you know, and also definitely go and connect with the Grateful Ring with Jenny Craig and Live Your Power. You can come on to Listen, Give and Savoy live here and go to our page and you can click through or and so forth. And we have much more of the show to go, but this is something that's very, very, very close to my heart because I really truly believe. That um, at the United Nations, you can in wars with things like what you're doing, and there's been a gratitude study, Jay, as well. There's been a study on gratitude, mm-hmm. um, Jenny, and 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 um, Jay, that states that if you are grateful every day or every other day, that your life will only get even ten times better, and you will attract a different. Set of circumstances to you than the ones you may currently be in, but to do this with mm-hmm. children, this goes right. right into into the you know we're having a student go into um, NYU, which is one of her colleges she wanted to, and then Jay and I are supporting in her having an appeal, and this and mm-hmm. inside of that we were just talking to her about what are you grateful for and why don't you look at going.
2: Jenny, are you still
1: there with us? Yeah, Yeah, it cut
3: out there for a second. So I heard that going into college and it cut out. Okay, Okay. yes, we are.
1: Do you hear me both? Do you both hear me? Yes. Hello? Okay. So that one of the main things that happened was that she didn't know that she had the letter. So the letter Mm -hmm. allowed her to actually have the opportunity to go abroad and study and then go on to FSU in January. And we had just spoken wow. about it. So this is something that's quite powerful. So, you know... Well, um, and I'd love the, to
3: share one of my favorite stories about the Grateful Ring because, you know, it only takes a little bit to make a huge difference. Oh, Jenny,
1: so, Jenny, before you, you do me? that,
3: uh-huh.
2: yes,
1: we do, but before you do that, Jay has some questions for you and we'll definitely come back to that if it's okay with you.
3: Of course.
1: Go ahead, Jenny. Okay, this... <clears throat> Yes, I'm just
2: I'm I'm just very very happy that someone is doing this. I want to know where did this come from? Where did this concept come from um when did you start doing this? You know, before you can get to what you're doing, I'm trying to get over how did you get this, this <laughs> in your heart to do?
3: <laughs> well, you know, I've had an interesting journey uh myself. And given the fact that I need to walk my talk if I'm going to sit with people in the space of where they're really struggling, I hold myself accountable to be in that same space, too. And a lot of things compounded in my life at the the point that this came about that um, I was really struggling in my own uh, dark night of the soul. So I'd been successful in business and then lost all my money, and I was going through divorce. And, you know, as we compounded, just about everything you could think was going wrong went wrong. So my training teaches me what we were talking about in the beginning, that if I can stay in a space of focus on recognizing what's well in my life, not worrying about losing all my materialistic things at the time, not worrying about going through a heartbreak, not worrying about going through the difficulties, because all of those things compound if we don't learn to release them instead of suppress them. So I'd wake up in the morning worrying. I'd go to night worrying. And I said, how am I going to stop it? Because knowing we have so many things that are coming at us, how can I choose to be in a present moment when I'm getting pulled away by the energy of strong emotions? So I, hmm. I was meditating. This idea came up. And, you know, step by step with a with a friend, finding a manufacturer to make it, and then just start doing it. And um, given the fact that I've been blessed with having stages of other um, healing people, you know, the guidance counselors, the psychologists, the teachers, I just start teaching it to them and seeing what they thought of it. And then it took on a life of its own. If that makes sense?
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Because I'm looking at, I'm looking at like a lot of the, and girl, you know, we need to get into some of the curriculums. And when you see the curriculum that Hashi has it set up, it's just amazing. I mean, you you, you got it. you like, you dotted it every I and cross every T. And I'm just, it's, it's great. This needs to be in every school in America, Gil. I mean, it really does because, um, I mean, you look at the state of uh, our country. Uh, this If this was taught from grade level one up, we um, would be a better place. And um, it's, it's, it's ABC. You know, you can see it works, you know. So just and you know, i just just
1: know Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, Jay, I'm 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 in total agreement with you. And you know, one of the questions, you know, Jay, you can chime in here too once you know Jenny has shared with us. You know, one of the things Jenny that really, um, you know, I have been a part of Art of Living, and Jay has been a part of Art of Living, and we've had them on mm-hmm. the radio where they teach mind, you know, they teach meditation. They are directly from uh, India, and they mm-hmm. teach it. They have a program called the Youth Empowerment Seminar where they teach it to schools in urban areas. Around the world, great, and I'm yes, and and what I'm looking at is the mindset. You are reprogramming the neurons in the brain, which you know we could get into in a, in a second. But what is your, right. what is your curriculum? What is your curriculum? What is the curriculum? And you know, we, and we'll move towards the adult in a second. But what is your curriculum for schools?
3: So, the curriculum is the the in depth curriculum because anyone can um you know I give away the one hour curriculum that anyone can do you know you just sign in whether you're a kid a teacher an adult whoever it is here's how you do here's the nine steps to retraining your brain when I go and i teach the the six week curriculum, I train the trainer for other people to go in and teach whoever they as many kids as you want six weeks it starts out. With week one is about how to train your brain to be positive. It's kind of the idea that you've ever gone into a gym and you got a trainer because you walk into a gym and you're seeing all these machines, you're like, what do I do with these things? And then making sure that you stay accountable and practice because you can buy a gym membership and never go, and nothing will change physically. This is the same concept for your brain. Uh, Most of us haven't learned the nine steps about talking to your brain in the language it understands, because when you know how to make things simple to wire your own neural pathways, then you're much more successful at it. So week one is learning about how you rewire your own mind and understand what's going on in your brain and body through proven science in the process of change. Week two starts to go into the ideas, anytime any of us want to change. You know, even when I was um, teaching um, across the United States and um, internationally as well about the process of change, even if we want to change our watch from one arm to the next, I'd have the people do that in the seminars, right? I'm like, okay, I want you to do a change process with me. Take your rich watch, put it from one arm to the next, And here's what happens. People look away and won't do it. People make an audible sigh. It doesn't matter where I'm at in the world and go, ugh. And then some people do it. And I start talking about the the idea of what our brain does. We have a natural um, resistance to change because we have to actually mean it. There's chemicals that come out with intention. There's chemicals that come out with determination that if you actually mean it, then you can actually start to rewire your own brain. It's like building a new highway. The construction workers aren't going to want to keep building something just because you thought of it once. So the idea behind it is teaching the kids that you will have a natural resistance. Because when I'm done teaching the class or teaching the kids, teaching whoever, most people will say, I put my watch back by the end of the day because I'll challenge them just to keep it that way for one day. And I'm like, your watch from one arm to the other is not even connected to emotion. It's not like we wake up in the morning going, oh, my gosh, this feels great. Everybody, and they posted it on Facebook. I put on my watch today. It's not like that. <laughs> it's a neutral habit that we do that's hard enough to change, let alone when we have an emotional habit because those are much harder to change, but it's capable of doing. The earlier we learn it, the more easy and successful it is to filter out any information that might shift it. So week two goes into what do you do with self-sabotage? What is self-sabotage? How do you self-sabotage? And how do you stop self-sabotage? Because self-sabotage is normal for us all. We resist. You resist too much and you'll sabotage any any progress that you might be making. Now, my definition of self-sabotage is truly the idea of any strength that you have over you end up being your self-sabotage. So, for example... Wow. Procrastinators, right? Well, some people work better under pressure. Well, then you end up procrastinating so much that you don't get to get done in a good way the things that you might have done before. Am I making sense? Yep. Um, And then we spend a week on what I call your energy vampires of – The idea being, it's just science and quantum physics, that we all have a vibration about us, and and we get into these dances with one another. And when you start being more positive, you literally raise the vibration that you give off to the world. But what happens then is uh, the other people around you will unconsciously try to shift you back to what they are, are used to you being. And it's not because they don't love you. It's not because they want the worst for you. We just don't recognize that we're all used to one another in a certain space. So we go over with the kids that how important it is to understand to hold that space. Because as you hold it and are able to give words and explain it to those around you, you now offer them the same path that you're walking. Because they're resisting it just like we resist changing a wristwatch from one arm to the next. Are you with me?
1: Oh, this is so powerful. Please keep going.
3: Okay. Um, And then we go into the fact that as you learn to harness this energy about yourself, once you learn the process of change and are aware of it, then you have the capability to change others. Because, and that's why the simple part of, Taking off the ring off your finger, looking someone else in the eye in the heart, and sharing with them why they matter can make a huge difference in in the world. And sometimes we forget how powerful that is. Because research shows our heart energy, you can actually measure it. And when we are open, we're open to the possibility of what it is that our we trained our reticular activating system to look for. Now people and I have the kids do it too and I would love to talk with that organization you're talking about because one of the um fundraisers that they're doing to they're gonna sponsor a school in Jamaica. And one of the fundraisers they wanna do is art about what gratitude means to them now. Because
1: well, what I do funny,
3: first lesson I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: No no please go ahead, Jenny, and we'll share it with you afterwards.
3: Okay, so the first lesson And now they have to do it when I I don't show up. So first lesson in the school is when I go in and I teach about gratitude, I tell them every single day I want them to stand up and tell me why they're grateful and why they're brilliant. Because each of us has come to this earth with a brilliance about us that is our strength that we're meant to teach. And first pushback is that narcissistic or that's your ego or, you know, whatever word they're going to use. And no, it's not. My ego is if I say I'm really great at something and give it to no one. If I come in and say, this is what I've been gifted, and how can I be of service to you, then that's being brilliant. And they have to stand up and say it. And it doesn't matter. I've gone to do this in elementary and middle and high school. And it doesn't matter where I'm at, and it hurts my heart, that usually more than half the classroom can't say one good thing about themselves. And it doesn't matter how young they are at this point. So they have to practice using their words, really getting comfortable with it. And they also have to say each day, I am grateful for being on the radio with you today. And then they have to add in because. So it's not, you know, it's easy to get away from, I'm so grateful for being on the radio and not be real. You have to move down with your heart to say, I'm grateful for being on the radio. Because if this helps just one person take away one nugget, then I've done my work for, that's it. It matters. That one person matters even if I've never met them because we're all connected that way. And when they do better, then the people, their community does better, who can then help to change the world, right? We all have the same power. And it matters. So getting up and standing up and truly saying why they're grateful for themselves, why they're grateful for each other, and why they're grateful for their brilliance. So I've been with this school um, here. I'm, I live in Key West, Florida now. So I've been with this school and I pop in once a week. And they usually, uh, the month one was uncomfortable, month two, they're completely cool with it. Like now they want to make videos so that they can be the kids teaching other kids because it took a while just to be, get comfortable in our culture speaking the goodness.
1: Wow. Well, you know, um, Jay, before you jump in there, I have a, a, a quick question. You know, um, sure. we, Jay and I have often talked, and I've always said to Jay, you know, People want you to, to remain the same because we train mm-hmm. people in our lives early on who we were. So when mm-hmm. we shift, it's an uncomfortable place for them to shift with us. They don't know where to go with it. They don't right. know what to do with it. It's a loss of power to them. And it's not that they want to keep us down. So it's really a shift, like you said, of vibration. And, you know, this is going, like you said, with quantum physics, but I have a question for you. This, this sure. sounds a little bit like some work at Landmark.
3: Sure. It is. It's a a lot similar to it. I've not been through Landmark, but I'm aware of their process. I
0: lost That's
1: you. Great. I can't hear you. There you go. It's amazing. It's amazing.
0: Absolutely mm-hmm.
1: amazing. And and it's it's it encompasses a lot of the work that I've done myself. A lot of the work that Jay has done himself in different areas. And but that one piece, that one piece that you really, everything you said has been spot on. But that one piece of when you shift your life, all right, mm-hmm. we have to mm-hmm. remember that everyone is not used to us shifting our lives, and we have to be right. as responsible for who we were before we shifted our lives as well as who we have just become. You know, well, and to, today, be, I know
3: you- to shoot you straight, that I know, having worked with you know all my clients. That's one of the the most challenging pieces because as we are honest with ourselves, other people often feel like we're betraying them. And when we can have a conversation to say this is me being my best self so that I can be my best self for you, then it shifts. Because many of us, including myself, have fallen back into who everybody wants me to be versus who I really am.
1: Well, I can tell you that Jay and I have been through that as leaders and you know, have we not, Jay? Well, <laughs> bless <laughs> you. I'm grateful. Yeah, we. but we've, we've had to, you know, in your life when you're in your 20s or, you know, you have to go through those stages and different points in your life, no matter how celebratory, no matter how well you do, you grow in different stages. So, Jay, I know you had some questions because, you know, I would jump in here a lot. I love what she's talking about. Well, well, well yes, I want really to know
2: how as this new – uh that well, I mean, the thing that you're doing—have you worked with uh, kids that are challenged, challenged children? And how has it worked out with working with kids that have ch- certain challenges in life, mentally and physically? Uh, this, uh, you know, re- re- rewiring the brain—how how has that been?
3: Well, here's what's amazing and delightful for me: I did a um, project out of charity for first-time offenders. In Naples, Florida, because I lived there for years. And it is one of the most powerful places that this has worked. And wow. some of the feedback that will share it for you um, one of the, t- the t- testimonials from um, one of the sheriffs is on my website that went on to work with these kids. Um, you know, one of them came to me and said, Miss Jenny, nobody's ever told me anything good about me. And I've heard that more than once from kids. So if you don't know there's anything good about you, I mean, all of us, if, you, if we're shooting each other straight, have been through our dark times. And in our dark times, we get pulled by dark people, and we do dark behaviors that feed, continue to feed it. So when you give ah. them a space where the, you can, they can see the light that, wait a minute, there is good about me. That has helped to launch these kids not to reoffend. Helped launch these kids to say, "Well, Miss Jenny, you know, I do drugs. I hang out with people who do drugs. For me to do this, it, how do we? Ta- how do I have that conversation? How do I stay in my space of power, even if that means I have to be alone and have no friends for a while?" So mm-hmm. for those kids, it, it's been it, it's been the most powerful, to be honest. And on that note, it's the little things that people don't even know that they're doing. So one of my dear friends is Bonnie Tanner. She is the founder of Chosen for Change. She's a movie producer. You know, she's got a a lot, 80-some credits of different things she's done. And I gave her a ring because I know with her charity and the things she's done in the world, she's got one of the biggest hearts on the planet. So I gave her one. And the the step of, you know, once you get gratitude for yourself, you have to give it, right? And so I gave her a ring, and I'm going to make the story short for brevity's sake, but she was sitting at a picnic, and she met a 16-year-old girl. She'd never talked before and, you know, really got the feeling that this girl was struggling and gave her a ring and told her, hey, listen, I just met you, but here's the beauty, the light that I see in you, and told her to take 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, And about two, three weeks later, this young lady got back in touch with Bonnie and through, you know, Avenue and told each other and told her, listen, Bonnie, you saved my life. And Bonnie's like, it's okay. You know, I saw good in you and I I wanted you to to focus on that. And she said, no, 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 you don't understand. I was getting ready to kill myself the next day. It always gives me chills and chokes me up. Wow. uh, She'd written the letter, all of it. And the randomness of just something little, just a little wow. thing of sitting and sharing and focusing and opening our hearts. And so now that girl sends her ring every day, recognizing her, the good in her and the, and the beauty that's in this world around us.
0: Okay, okay. There was one quick question. Have these rings traveled
2: internationally yet, or is it just in America? Have any rings landed in other countries
0: yet? Oh, it, it has. It, no, it, oh. it's
3: actually, it's traveled all over the world through people passing. So our mutual friend Constance has passed it to Iceland. I passed it on. Um, I did a, a a big training in Jamaica. It's wow. um, in Africa. It's in um, lots of different places. It's in uh, Bulgaria, one of... Um, the ambassador that helps with this program is from uh, Bulgaria, so he's went and started it over there. So little by little, people are passing it. I don't even know where all the time. I get uh, I, Sometimes people pass in the stories, and I, I put them up to help inspire others that, you know, you finding this in you first, because we need to fill our joy tank first. It's like a gas tank in your car. If my gas tank's empty, I can give to other people, but it's not from that true space. We're supposed to be giving from our overflow. So I need to take time right. to fill me up. And as I fill me up, the next thing you know, you're overflowing all the time. So that's when you start to give to others in your community. And from giving to others in your community, then you can go to give to a bigger space in the world because you. I, I, it just spreads that way, right?
2: Right, right. So – theory, the brain can be reprogrammed. It's like you know, some people say, "Hey, oh, once yeah. a once a thief, always a thief. once a thug, always a." I mean, you can be a, so it, <laughs> basically, you can change. So you you you're promoting that change is possible no matter what. You can you can you can reprogram. Yeah, it. I would publicly
3: okay. say shenanigans to the people because you know there's science. We can spend you know another radio show going over the science of neural plasticity. It's been proven mm-hmm, exactly. for a long, good while. Uh, you know, it's giving people what often is lacking, especially, you know, once a thief, always a thief, well, has anyone shown them another way? And again, mm-hmm. the, the challenge being in it is all you have to do, they've got to want it. I, you can't force anything upon mm-hmm. anyone. So if they're closed off, if they stay in a bad space, that's the, the, their free will. But anyone nope. who's opened in practices, so it's just like going to the gym. I practice this every day. Challenges still come. I still dip in my own emotions. I, you know, it's it's the breath of the experience of life, but it's the the choice every day. And I know when I make this choice for myself, I'm making it for everyone connected to me.
2: Gail, um, wow, we
1: definitely you know, have to have we have to have we have to have her, have to have her back on the show, Gail. <laughs> oh no, we do. Yes, she she <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. You know the funniest thing is last week we had a gentleman name and um things that staff talking about is dance all right well from being around these guys one day they were doing a performance here in New York at the um at the college and one of the young ladies from the conservatory we were talking about the brain now generally if i say she said if i'm going to move my say to myself Cause they deal with dance in a different way. They deal with it from the soul, what they call soul science. Having having you direct your brain and not the brain direct us. And mm-hmm. one of the things quite interesting was that he's, you know, she's, one of the people on his team said, no, Gail, you know, if I say I'm going to move, move my neck on my right side, that's all I'm going to move. Well, of course, you know, I tried to do that. And my whole body tried to move. And it, and that's really how dancers are able to isolate different parts of their body. They have a really good partnership with their body. They understand it. They're going to direct it, and that's how it goes. And mm-hmm. if we can, if we can learn that form that comes from the arts, which Jay and I are part of, that would be it, it, it's a very powerful thing. And mm-hmm. it really tells you that if you can harness that. You can be responsible for harnessing the, the decisions and the choices in your life, but would you also agree, Jenny, that the neurons? You see, that's the one thing we don't, don't understand. Is that when you rewire your brain, you rewire the neurons that are responsible for the patterns and experiences in your life. Right. And once once Absolutely. you rewire that, once you rewire that, it now is it's going to refer back to that. You just set up a new pattern. So when you go back right. to that
2: pattern. Yeah, it's, uh, and I hear where Gail is coming from. It's just amazing that, you, and you know, you always hear your mom say, Jenny, to you, hey, you know, you're hanging out with the wrong crowd. So you said something earlier that was very interesting where when you go back to your friends, they want you to be the person you were before. They always pro- try to reprogram you to be what you were before. I mean, you just open right. up so many yeah, you open up so many possibilities for me today. I have so many more questions. I know girls are having a little technical um, problems with their phone, but no, I'm, so I'm amazed right? at what you're doing, saving, saving the world. I'm
1: very amazed. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm well, still let here, I to offer
3: something to you <laughs> oh, okay. and your listeners. So, for, for the two of you, please just inbox me your ring size and where I can send you one because I'm going to gift you one because I'm so grateful for the message that you're getting out there in the world. And both of you, because I never give a ring away unless I really mean it. So I I have to truly, it has to come from the face of my heart. So listening to the both of you and what you're doing, I hope you both know that you're connectors in this world, that you find the synergy that is happening between people and help us find one another to lift the vibration of the planet. And it's a huge, powerful gift and brilliance that not everybody has.
1: Well, thank you so much. And I will tell you, if Jay and I told you the story of how we met and started out in this business together, it would – I think you would laugh. And one of the things that was clear was it was never a relationship, you know, as you know, many men and women meet each other. And, you know, Jay and I met in France. It was never a, a meeting of, oh, we're attracted to each other. That was never the onset of the relatedness that we came together on, which a lot of times when men and women meet each other – There's some attraction. It was never that. Jay and I always met from a a creative end and knew that we were destined to make a difference together. And one of the things, Jay, if I can put out there, is when we first met, he said, we're supposed to be doing something together. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but we're supposed to be doing something together. And it went through partnership. It went through client relationship, partnerships. And then we came together on something that's very, very important to us, which is youth, adults, education, uh, using creativity, media, uh, technology, we're both very big on, and also music and fashion to bring the choices to, you know, I guess you would say humanity itself. And to mm. make that difference, and as you say, not just talk to talk, but walk the walk, and you know I'm glad, Jay. Sometimes you have to hear it from another person. I always say to Jay that when you make it, when you shift and you and you change yourself, people now want you to go back to who they know you as. You know, as, as I've done wow. all life coaching, life coaching myself, that is one of the things that when I life coached some years ago, and we have Jay and I have someone who is a our mutual partner who is also a life coach and part of our partnership. That is the same thing. When you, when you are, if you've been this person, as an example, Jay and I are two people who tried to do for everyone, and then it came to a mm-hmm. point that within our leadership that we could no longer do for everyone. There was an mm-hmm. understanding; people didn't know how to understand that. And when Jay and I had to really take the reins, in our, you know, and respectively in what we are doing. A lot of the people around us that still love us to this day didn't understand, oh, you've changed, you're you're this, you're that, when actually it's not that. We knew that we couldn't do everything for everyone, and we knew that we couldn't tell everybody what they wanted to hear. And mm-hmm. when we let them know that if we don't respect the boundaries of the difference that we're making out there for you, you will no longer respect us. And mm-hmm. not, And most importantly, you will no longer respect yourself. Right. And bless and, you and I'm grateful. So, yes. And
2: I'm no, very hard. No, the, Go ahead, Jay. And, and I want to make sure before she gets off, she explains stand
1: in your power. Because I want to know what that means.
3: To stand in your power?
1: Yeah. Before, you, mm-hmm. before you do it. Before you do it. Because I'm going to tease him here. Standing in your power. Because I have a feeling that both. Jenny and myself and a lot of us and Candace, um, sorry, Constance and Janet and all of us. If I, if I could just take a stab at that, Jenny, and then I know you're going Great. to go on and give us this. Standing in your power, Jay, is what I, you and I always talk about, those conversations we have about science and everything else. When you stand for something, Jay, it may mean that you're standing either with others and they will be enrolled in what you are creating as your vision or whatever it is, or it's just what, Jenny was talking about before. You're standing for something. And when you stand for something and you shift who you have been all of the times around you and people don't agree with you or they don't want you to do it, you're still standing within your power to have it done. You're standing in what, who you said you were. You're standing in the word that you gave that you said that you would take on. You're not shifting from that just because others are not in agreement with it or have an opinion about it. You're standing in your power within yourself. That you're being so what what we would say cause in the matter. So I mean, ding ding I ding. <laughs>
3: no, <laughs> you, you're in complete alignment because it goes to the point of why I have kids say the two simple sentences that I am brilliant and I am grateful and why, because each of us holds a power. It is it, it's an energetic source within us that is the purpose of who we are. And in the journey that we come, we grow with it. So sometimes when I'm teaching kids and and on that point of people want me to go back to be who I was or they're not accepting the kids change or the adults change, it's kind of like, you know, I was wonderful as a second grader, but I can't keep wearing the same pants that I did then because I wouldn't be able to grow and they're going to end up hurting me, and it won't make sense to anybody else either, because I don't fit in that anymore. And if I'm being true to who I am, there will be forces that try to stop me, because it's a different energy. But standing in my power and living my power, staying true to who I am, regardless of what everyone else is saying you're doing, it's kind of like I could never imagine Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa knew her power. This is why she's on the planet, and this is why she's here. She struggled for years. If you read about her and being in alignment with understanding it, which all most of us do on the journey, right? But that didn't mean I don't. You know, when she went to accept her Nobel Peace Prize, she wasn't worried about what label she had. Right? She wore a dress that cost a dollar. I'm pretty sure you'd never hear Mother Teresa say she's worried about her weight. You know, some of the forces <laughs> that come upon a woman in power, she, you know, they they didn't even matter to her. So recognizing my power, there will be forces that try to stop me, but my job, whether I stand alone or, you know, there will be people who follow and get it, and I just have to be me, if that makes sense, Jay.
2: Yes. yes and a good this way to bad. put
3: it, <laughs> we'll say that again?
2: I was just agreeing with you guys. Yes, that makes sense.
3: <laughs> so one of my favorite sayings is, "I've well, always what? liked uh, the time Jenny? before." Uh uh-huh. We
1: have someone. We have someone who has a question for you. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. Um, no worries. Hello, hello, caller. You are on the line with us. Would you say your name and and the, the, just the state that you're from and ask Jenny whatever questions you have? I don't have a question. I
0: have a comment. Hola, from Puerto Rico. Mi nombre es Constancia. Hello. <laughs> and, Janet, and Janet and I are here listening to the show. It's absolutely fabulous. I, it, we're here and, and, and we're fist pumping you guys and just wanted to say congratulations and a cre- an incredible, beautiful show.
1: Uh-huh. Thank you so much. Jay, if you remember, this is Constance and Janet that were with us last year.
0: I oh, am wonderful. Yes. Hi, hi. How are you? Thank you so much. Wow. can to get you guys We're over <laughs> here. We are just disrupting leadership in Puerto Rico. And I really have to say, it, a, a huge factor is what we learned through the Grateful Ring and being grateful uh-huh. and shifting our, our, our thoughts and, and shifting our our mindset and waking up and Instead of, of looking for the clouds, we're, we're looking for the, the beams of, of light shining through. And uh-huh. we're taking, we've are taking we taken that here to Puerto Rico, and we have a, a huge event today. I'm not going to steal uh, you guys' thunder, but just want to say that being grateful, the Grateful Ring, the Grateful Ring movement has been such a, a, an integral part of our lives, what we're doing, and our shift to doing more, giving more, and it's incredible. So I well, just want Constance, to thank you guys for the show. And, and Jenny, well, you know I thank you every day.
3: <laughs> As I Constance, do you, to be grateful.
1: And, Constance, before you go, if you and yes. Janet, just very quickly, so that we can get back to Jenny and, and, and Jay, but if you and Janet would share just very quickly, since you did introduce us to Jenny, would you just share with our audience just very quickly what you and Janet do? We we do quite a few things, but
0: we have we work to accelerate women's leadership at top levels. And we do that threefold. We do that through training with women which what we're doing in Puerto Rico today. We do that through our EGL, our Emerging Global Leaders program. And we do that with our signature series Conversations with Men," because if you want to accelerate women's leadership, you must include men in the conversation and we do this to open up the doorways not only for women to to live and be in their true power but for men as well.
1: Well, we thank you so much for the work you do, and we thank you for coming on and sharing you know the uplifting uh words for us all and we look forward to supporting and and, and as you know, Listen, Give, and Savoy will continue to support Impact 21 and the work that you and Janet Salazar do. is just amazing. So thank we're going to get so back much. and we thank yeah, you. So we're very much.
0: grateful for, for, your, for Listen, Give, Support. Impact Leadership 21 is, is definitely grateful for Live Your Power. And oh. have a wonderful day and You'll be hearing from you very soon. Thank you so much. No Lester, problem. You too have grateful. a great day.
1: Well, we have to get back to you, Jenny. I you know, um Jay had all the fun and got in some really good questions here. And um mm-hmm. you know, our our last question is it's a question that Jay and I always ask our guests. What is it that you what is your message you want to send to the world right now? And what uh where can people reach you? So please share that with the audience.
3: I My message is that I am grateful and to be grateful because there is so much beauty in this world that if we learn to focus and give that our energy, that's what matters. And that people know that they are enough already to take a breath and enjoy and um really get that they matter. So my message is truly to simply be grateful. Anyone can find me for for coaching or curriculum for the program or for their school or their uh, workspace at www.liveyourpower.com or www.gratefulring.com. And if your listeners go and sign up for the newsletter, uh, I will give them. I actually have that I give to corporations about training the brain. So if you're um, into studying the nine steps to speaking to your brain in the language it understands, I'll be happy to gift your listeners with that for free. Uh, I'll just ha- We'll just send out the, the link and a code that I'll make for your listeners. And um, – recognizing if they can take a moment today just to sit with their heart and take some time to really experience why they're grateful for being in this world. Even, you know, it's it's an upper-level gratitude when we have huge challenges, but if you sit with why you even have the challenge, it's because you are strong enough to find a way through it. And if it weren't for those challenges, we wouldn't be the people we are today. I often remind kids, that diamonds come from coal that was put under tremendous pressure. So that pressure is bringing you to the space of uncovering who your pow- who what your brilliance is, and the power you have to give to this world outside of anyone else trying to teach us, adapt us, or adjust it to be.
1: Wow. Well, the, you know, the last thing I want to say, and I know Jay has uh, just a quick last word, is thank you for being on our show today. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for um, confirming that many things that Jay and I have either thought or have thought, you know, with someone who's done as much research as you have, and, you know, we've done our research, but someone who specializes in this confirms what we have already thought and the things that we are already doing. And, you know, as we love Constance and Janet, any way that we can support you and you can support us, that would be great. And Jay and I would love to have you back on the show. At a, at another I've been time. delighted. Well, thank you so much. And with that, Jay, any last words before we depart? Ah, uh, yes. I just like to say, it's so wonderful. I can't wait till we have you back
2: on here. And uh, I don't know if your Kickstarter campaign is still going on, but we we're a hundred percent behind what you do. Maybe you can uh, let us know if that's still uh,
1: going on. Um, just. Uh, Please come back, yeah, we'd, I'd be we'd love be to delighted
2: have
1: I now, Jay, I'm putting this out here, and I haven't even talked to you yet, so I hope you don't get me later, but you know, I'm even thinking that Jenny, if you would be open and you know I'm putting this out there because we're also over the u n airways, um that we would love to have you maybe come back and do a five minute segment with us once a month if you're open, yeah,
3: sure, absolutely.
1: And we can work with you around to get, you know, getting that together. I know I put you on the spot. But I think that it's so important that what the work you're doing gets out there. Because I think oh, the work you're you. doing could actually, I think it could end wars. As, as you know, mm-hmm. um, you may or may not know, Jay and I are very much involved with the United Nations as well. And I think your work could actually end wars. Wow. Thank you. Thank
3: you for seeing it, feeling it, and promoting it. And I'm great, deeply grateful for for your help, your connection, and to be of service.
1: Thank you so much. And with that said, we're going to leave out with Patton Leathers' song, Treasure. Thank you, everyone, and have an amazing day.